It's good to be here this morning. I've been gone for several weeks and uh, just miss Bethel. Bethel is a home away from home. So pray for us this morning. I have definitely missed you. Uh, several weeks back, I went out to uh, Rocky Springs Permanent Baptist Church and uh, the whole family went with me. And then the week after that, I was in Milan at New Hope. I went by myself, and that didn't feel too good. I uh, always told uh, Molly, I've been told, I call her Sister Molly by my aunts. So I'm going to say Molly for now on, or my wife. Uh, she, I tell her not, she doesn't have to go with me, and uh, she always has went with me. And it's been very comforting. And then when, when I went without her, I realized how much... I really wanted to be with me. Uh, and then last week we were in North Carolina uh, there at uh, Andrew Primitive Baptist Church. Uh, we went out there to buy a van that, and went to church there. But all, all the time that I've been gone, I hadn't had Bethel with me. It's special. Being in the house of God, being at Bethel is precious. And it should be our heart's desire. should be our, something that we desire more than anything in this world is to be in God's house, no matter where you're at, but especially here at Bethel. I missed y'all and ask you to pray this morning, but it should be our heart's desire. We should rather be in the house of God than in the world that we live in. We're to come out of the world, we're of the world, but we're to come out of the world. And on Sunday morning, we need to fill our seats in the house of God. Does he deserve it? Absolutely. So what is your heart's desire this morning? What would you rather be doing more than anything else in this world? We have a meeting coming up in March. We need our heart's desire. We need to make preparations to be in the house of God. When the doors are open, we need to fill our seats we need, I have loved ones. I have better bloodlines with y'all than I do with my own family. I have the bloodline of Jesus Christ. That's our companionship together. That's why you're brethren. You're brethren in Christ. The psalmist says, Psalmist David, Psalms 27 and 4, he said, the one thing have I desired of the Lord. The psalmist David desired a lot of things. He desired He's talking about prayer. His desire is of the Lord. It's not just a normal desire he had, but it was the one thing. The one thing that he desired was of the Lord. That what? He says that I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He prayed. He sought after. This is something that was worth seeking. This is something that he had a desire of. All the days of his life, he needed strength from the Lord to go against the bear and the paw of the lion. He needed strength. He needed wisdom. He needed courage. But the one thing, it says, that he desired, he was dwelling in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. Every chance and opportunity we have to be in the house of the Lord, that should be our desire. And if it's not our desire, then we need to check ourselves. We need to reboot. You know, this world is going to give you a lot of different things than the house of God will, okay? So your desire this morning should be like the psalmist, sweet psalmist David. His prayer of the Lord, he 
sought after. This is worth seeking, okay? He prayed to the Lord, and the Lord is a reward of those who what? Diligently seek him. In the book of Luke, it reminds me of the, uh, the widow woman seeking the unjust judge, okay? It says in uh, Luke chapter 18, we'll read a little bit there, that she's coming. And how has he started off? It says in the first chapter, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. This is something worth seeking, a desire to go into the Lord in prayer. He's able to do a seemingly abundant above all we ask or think. All you ask and all you seek and all you desire, if it's of the Lord, the Lord will bless you in that matter. He's going to bless this widow woman for an unjust judge. He didn't fear God. He didn't fear men. He didn't respect men. Reminds me of a story. My uh, brother-in-law went to court trying to get this young lady out of a ticket over in North Carolina that was went before a judge. He knew the judge he was going to was, did not play any games. He was not, was not merciful, okay? He may have been a just judge, but he wasn't nothing like this unjust judge here. He, he said it, the young lady was going to school and uh, she was paying to go to uh, college and she was working hard and she got a speeding ticket she couldn't keep. And uh, Benjamin didn't know how he was going to get her out of this mess, but the Lord blessed because the Lord the hand of the king, you know, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and he turneth it. So wherever he goeth, he, that young lady, he dismissed the whole thing. He did not even reduce it, but he dismissed it. And the Lord's going to bless her, and he's going to avenge her of her adversary on this unjust judge. That's what the Lord can do. That's what our desire should be. It's a prayer. His, the psalmist did this in Psalms 84 and 10. Read, be in, I'll be in the house of the Lord. He says, how amiable are the tabernacles of the Lord of hosts. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. We should faint for the courts. The courts are the Lord's house, okay? That's what he's saying. He says, my soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. He says, even the sparrow hath found a house and a swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young, even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they. When it says blessed, we need to pay attention. Okay? We want, we want to be blessed. Well, here it is. Blessed are they that what? That dwell. Dwell in thy house. You know, I work in an industry where I deal with sanitizers and I deal with disinfectants. And they're two separate things. You know, a disinfectant is for one thing, but a, a, a sanitizer for surface, but a disinfectant, it needs some dwelling time. And if we're going to uh, fight off spiritual wickedness in high places, we need to be what? Dwelling in the house of the Lord. That's where we're going to be effective against all spiritual wickedness in uh, high places. We need to dwell. That is not just showing up every once in a while. That's not dwelling in the house of the Lord. You know, the disinfectant to be take a hold to do its purpose and do its job, it's got to dwell. It takes some time of dwelling. And that's what he said, and blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will still be still praising thee. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, whereas our strength is in the Lord. All the uh, uh, people of the Bible, always their strength was always in the Lord. Paul knew his strength was in the Lord. He knew he could do all things through Christ who what? Strengthen him. 
you know, all the, God is the God of the living and not the dead, okay? God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the same God. He's the same God for you, Brother John. He's the same God for you, Sister Shannon. He is this, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He sent his son for you and I, just like he sent his son for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His sins paid their sins. His sin, he paid the sin debt for them. Same for you. They're not some, they're anybody abnormal. You know, they had great faith. They had great doing this and doing that. But his blood was shed for them just as well as it is for you. Blessed is man who strengthened in thee, whose heart and the ways of them. He goes on down to say, Behold our God, our shield. He is our defender. He's the captain of our salvation. We want somebody to protect us. We need to look to the Lord. Our hearts and desires to be in his house, worshiping him who's defended us all the days of our life. He's providentially been with you all the days of your life. Has he not? Can you look back and say, he ain't been with me. I haven't been with him, but he's been with me. He's our shield. He's going to protect us. He's our buckler. Okay, a buckler. It's that small shield, you know, you see on the Marvel uh, movies, you know, that little shield. It's to fight off the things up close. Got the big shield from uh, fiery darts from afar, but you need the buckler. He is our buckler. He's our strength. He says, Behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. Well, listen to what he says in verse 10. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. That's a little over three years. This is what he's saying. This is our heart and desire to be in the house of the God. Just one day, just one day is better than three years out here in the world. <laughs> one day, okay? Behold our God. He says, for a day in thy courts is better than a thousand out here in the world. Every day of the week, you can bank on that one. Okay, you can win a lot. But just listening to what he says, he said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper. And we got some doorkeepers here at Bethel. I'm telling you, a doorkeeper is not something pretty. It's not something you're going to get much down about. But he said, I'd rather, okay, I'd rather. He said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. It's personal, okay? He's not just a God. He's my God. He says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield, there it is. The Lord will give grace and glory. He's the God of all grace. He's the God of all glory. He deserves praise. Where are we going to give him the most praise at? It's in the house of the Lord. That's what our desire, that's what we'd rather be doing. When I grew up, I'd rather be doing anything than be in the house of the Lord. I was ready to get out and play ball. I was ready to get out and do many of things. And boy, when life hits you, <laughs> you realize real fast where your strength is, where your hope is. That's in the house of the Lord. He didn't set up the house of God for us to be doing other things. He didn't call gospel preachers to preach to an empty uh, seat. There's a reason why God did this. He created all heavens and the earth. He did wonderful and magnificent things, but I'm telling you, there's something special about Bethel Primitive Baptist Church. There's something special about his churches that preach the finished work of Jesus Christ. That your, your salvation is complete in Christ. So he set it up that way. And we need to be in it. That should be our desire. That should be what we would rather be doing. He says, uh, Solomon in, in the Proverbs, listen to the wise man says what he'd rather, what's rather. In Proverbs chapter 16 and 16, the, uh, listen to what 
a few things that Solomon has got to say. He says in Proverbs 16 and 16, how much better is it to get what? Wisdom than gold. And to get understanding what? Rather. Understanding rather than being chosen than silver. Gold and silver is what man seeks. It, he looks at that as higher than anything else. But Solomon, the wisest man, says, other than the Lord Jesus Christ, said it's much better. It's just not better. It's much better to get wisdom than gold. Where are you going to get wisdom at? From the Lord. Where are you going to seek? Where are you going to get this at? It's in the house of God. It's in the word of God. God has given us his word and he's given us his house to be into so we can get some understanding. Why? Because it's much better. It's much better than what the world seeks. The world seeks it day and night, gold and silver. The, uh, he says, and to get understanding rather than to be chosen than silver. In chapter 22 and verse 1, listen to what he says is rather, he says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor, what? Rather than silver or gold. A good name. Try to teach my kids, you know, keep the Lawrence name. You know, you're representing us and you're representing your grandparents and your uncles and aunts and you're representing Bethel Primitive Baptist Church, okay? It's a good name. We need to be seeking a good name. Why? Because it's rather, it's chosen the great riches and loving favor than silver and gold. Don't ever forget that. You represent the Lord Jesus Christ, number one. You represent your church family and you represent your home family out here in this world. And it's a good name. It's rather to be chosen. It's a good name. We should desire a good name. Okay? The, uh, what did Moses, what, would, what did he rather do? We read in chapter, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 25 that, Starting in verse 24, he says, By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Okay? And he chose something. He chose rather what? To suffer affliction. <laughs> I don't like to suffer affliction. I don't know anybody who loves to suffer affliction. But Moses chose something. He chose rather. Okay? To suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. This was his choice. He could have stayed in Egypt. Okay? He says, By faith he forsook Egypt, and fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. He says, He esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches, more than silver or gold. This is what he chose, to suffer affliction. And he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of reward. He made a choice. This is something he desired. The psalmist says, one thing I have desired. So we need to be in the house of the Lord. We need to be seeking the wisdom of the Lord. We need to be in the right place at the right time. And at 1030 on Sunday morning, and when this meeting comes up, we need to be in the house of the Lord. We need to give the Lord the love and the glory and the respect he deserves. He didn't send his son down here and pay for your sin debt. You can just sit around and go on the rest of your life and hobnob. We need to have importance. This should be our desire. This is not me telling you to have a desire. I can't teach you to have that desire. you got to look to the Lord. He's able to give you the strength. He's able to repay you all that you have given him. And I want to just uh, 
kind of wrap up in 2 Peter chapter 1. And Peter's going to give us some things that we need to add to our God-given faith. Okay? Faith uh, is a gift from God. It's a God-given gift. It's an evidence of the heart, new heart that he's put within you. It's evidence that you are a child of the king. If you love the Lord and you have faith, it's because God gave it to you. Okay? You don't have faith to get God. God's giving you faith that you can praise God. God's giving you the faith that you can come and worship the one that you've never seen. Blessed is him who hadn't seen, okay? Than the one who has seen. All right? In, in 2 Peter chapter 1, he's going to go on. He's going to tell us of the great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. And he says, besides these, he says, we need to give all diligence to add to your what? Your God-given faith here, virtue. And then he's going to tell him to add to our virtue, temperance. And then to temperance, patience. And, God, and patience, he says, add godliness and brotherly kindness. And brotherly kindness, and he says, if these things be in you and abound, you know, they just not need to be in you. These, these things need to abound, okay? They need to be shown forth to each one of us. He says, if they be in you and they abound, that they make you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the what? In the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he says something here. He says, but if he lacketh these things and is blind, that's just looking to yourself. That's not looking anywhere else. You're, seeing, you're blind to the things that are, are far off. All you can see is yourself. All you're doing is concerned about yourself. You got your faith? Well, we need to add some things. And if you're not adding these things, you're going to be barren, and you're going to be unfruitful, and you're going to be blind, okay? He says, and cannot see afar off. You cannot see the perils right in front of you. All you can see is your face, he says, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. He says, wherefore what? Wherefore the rather? Wherefore the rather? Brethren, you know, brethren, I love the word brother. You know, Paul's heart and desire and prayer he had a heart. He had a desire for Israel. He says, my heart and desire and prayer for his brethren that they might be saved. Okay? This is not an eternal salvation. They were going about trying to establish their own righteousness. Peter preached that they would be, uh, Israel would be saved from this untoward generation. That's my prayer to you at Bethel, that we might be saved from this untoward generation. But brethren, brethren is something we have by the Lord and through his blood. You're my brother and my sister in Christ through the blood of Jesus Christ, okay? So he says, wherefore the rather brethren give diligence, okay? He's telling us in verse five, and besides this, give all diligence. He says, make your wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fall. This is something you'd rather be going. You need to make your calling an election for sure. It's God who's called you and saved you with a holy calling. Not according to your works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which is given us in Christ Jesus. That calling comes from God. It's not come from any other source. It's not coming from a brother or sister or from anybody else. That call is from the Lord, and that's a holy calling. And that election, God chose you before the foundation of the world and gave you to his son. That is election, God's choice on his people. According as he has chosen us in Christ Jesus before the world began, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. That's election. That's not us choosing him. That's not us having faith. That's the God-given faith. That's the God's gift. He has elected his people. There's not going to be any more or any less. It's based on Jesus Christ's blood and his righteousness, okay? 
That's what he's telling. He says we need to make it sure in our minds and our hearts. We need to give diligence. Our desire needs to be in the house of the Lord, okay? Every day that we can be here. That's not every day of the week. It's every day that the, the doors are open, okay? We need to have a desire at Bethel Primrose Church. And I want us to get, hit this year running that we're in the house every day. We're in a, I was gone for several weeks, but I was in the house of the Lord. I hate not being in the house of the Lord. Sometimes it just doesn't work out through work. It may not work out through, through sickness. But when we have the opportunity, let's meet together to love our brethren, to worship the king. He deserves it. So let's make our calling and election for it. This is something we'd rather be doing. Let's make it happen this year. Thank you.